Super Talk Mississippi media production. State Treasurer David McRae has put millions back into the hands of Mississippi citizens, expanding the state's affordable college and career savings program and also returning record amounts of unclaimed money. Check out how Treasurer David McRae's office can help you, your business, or your organization. Treasury.ms.gov. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino back in studio with us today. Now, spring break is behind us, but summer is coming fast. So go ahead and make those plans for a family vacation over at visitmississippi.org. We're kicking off this week with a big congratulations to Dr. Jeff Murdoch. He is a winner of the Grammy Music Educator of the Year Award. It was presented by the Recording Academy and Grammy Museum. It recognizes current educators who have made a significant and lasting contribution in the field of music education education and who demonstrate a commitment to the broader cause of maintaining music education in schools. Not to mention Dr. Murdoch is a two-time graduate of Southern Miss to the top and he joins us today on Good Things. Welcome Dr. Murdoch. Hello, how are you today? Southern Miss to the top. I am a two-time graduate as well but not in music. (laughs) Listen, listen, Southern Miss to the top. It doesn't matter what your major was. I, awesome. I agree. Okay, set the stage for us, because it's awesome that you were chosen out of 10 finalists for the Grammy Music Educator of the Year. Were you virtual when you got the news? Was it? Were, did you get to be in the Grammy at the Grammys in person? How did you receive the, the big news? So I got the news a little bit earlier because uh, CBS came to town to do a piece on me and on the choir. So I knew... Uh, about a week before um, everything was announced. Um, but I received a phone call from Harvey Mason, the director of the Grammys, and um, that's how I found out. That's pretty cool. Did you do a lot of, did you dance? Did you go into a little jig? Were you over the moon? And who was the first person you called? You know, I was over the moon, and I, it was it was so interesting. Uh, when I received the phone call, it was about a one-minute phone call, and the first person I told was my wife, who immediately started crying. For me, I'm just it was all so surreal for me. I hadn't yet processed it well enough to begin singing or dancing or anything like that. Uh, I'm definitely doing a jig now, but <laughs> it took a minute for all that to sink in, to be sure. Well, you definitely have a lot to dance and to sing about being uh, the Grammys Music Educator of the Year, Dr. Murdoch. But I want to go back to like what inspired you to this profession, because you didn't, you didn't take a job as a music educator knowing that you could win a Grammy one day. Um, so what in the beginning led you to this field? Absolutely. So I was born and raised in Biloxi, Mississippi. And uh, in Biloxi, I was raised in a part of town that people, um, you know, that people frown upon and that people look down on and those sorts of things and, and kind of uh, where, where folks, don't, folks assume that 
greatness doesn't come from there. Uh, but along the way, I had many mentors and many folks in my village who saw talent in me and who saw uh, potential in me who, um, who nurtured those skills and who reached out to me on a regular basis and who poured into me and created opportunities for me. And those folks who created opportunities for me were integral to my musical formation. And so the way that those folks like Felicia Cooper at Nichols Middle School and, and, and Rachel Ernest at Biloxi High School and Bernard McDaniel, my piano teacher, the way those folks poured into me and, and made me the musician that I am now, I want to turn around and do that same thing for other students. And so I became really passionate about that and passionate about leveling the field in music education uh, because even when I finished at Southern Miss, with my master's degree, I moved to Tennessee, uh, where I taught in an inner city school, Title I school, largely free and reduced lunch. Most of those students looked like me and had lived experiences very similar to mine growing up. And I became passionate about ensuring that those students, too, had the same kind of opportunities that I had when I was, when I was a child. And so my, my mantra now is leveling the field in music education such that every student, every day, no matter who they're who they are, no matter where they're from, no matter what their socioeconomic status is, no matter any of those things, has access to high-quality music education every single day. Because sadly, you're right, Dr. Mardark, sometimes when school districts are just going through uh, tough financial times or whatever it may be, sometimes it's the arts that get cut first, and oftentimes that is one of the opportunities for them to find a voice or find a skill or find an outlet where they can thrive. And not everybody's going to make it to the Grammys, either as an educator or even as a performer or a musician, but what do you see in your students that music education can provide past just the pathway to you know fame as a as a full-time professional artist well you know what's interesting about music and it's cliche to say that music is a universal language but in so many ways it is and music transcends so many emotions and so many boundaries and so many um, so many other hang-ups um, I have my experience in choir was that choir and music in general band and so forth and so on all of those things created a familial atmosphere for me. And so I find that students who struggle in math and science and various other things, maybe they have difficult home lives, maybe they have, um, maybe they're experiencing depression or some other kind of mental illness, and they find a home and a space, a safe space in music classrooms every single day. There's been so many students that I've taught who said to me, uh, Mr. Murdoch or Dr. Murdoch, I, I would have committed suicide if it wasn't for your class, if it wasn't for music. I would have dropped out of school if it wasn't for your class and it wasn't for music. And I think that many administrators and school districts and the like need to see the way in which music can really change students' lives. And not just, you know, the research out there says that students who perform in music or, or are engaged in music, they perform better in math and science and other areas of academia. And while that may be true, I think more than anything, giving a student or giving a learner an opportunity to have those experiences, those musical experiences, will allow them uh, to, to open so many more doors and will potentially save a life. Well, and it's right. I mean, it just gives kids a different opportunity, a different outlet. It's the less pressure than the math, the science, or, you know, the history-type classes that they feel like maybe they never level up. When you come into an arts class, whether it's choir or music, you feel a little bit of less pressure because nobody's good at it sort of at first, and it's sort of just playing around with the instruments. But I'm curious. I know you're now at the college level at the um, U of A, Dr. Marduk, but did you ever spend time with maybe those high school students who come in and maybe do 
have that chip on their shoulder that this is just music class or don't take it seriously. As an educator, how do you get some students uh, past that barrier of feeling awkward because they don't know how to how to do it to sort of really allow music to open their hearts or minds to a different path? Well, as a teacher, uh, one of the things I've become most passionate about is culturally responsive pedagogy, which is taking students from where they are to where we all want to go together. And what that looks like is, uh, you know, to, to steal a quote from the Bible, it, it means becoming all things to all people so that you might win some. So it means meeting a student where they are. If a student comes in and they have an interest in basketball or an interest in, you know, rap music or an interest in whatever, how do you take that thing, that thing that is their interest, and, 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 and connect with that student such that you can use that same connection to build bridges into uh, musical concepts? And I'm a firm believer that a musical concept can be taught using anything. And as long as you can get that student's trust and, and figure out how to do that and how to build that relationship, um, I think that I think that the sky's the limit. I've had many students who have entered my classroom who did, didn't want to do it or they, they had to take a fine arts credit or something like that who've left my classroom. One student in particular comes to mind who never wanted to be in choir who's now a music teacher uh, because of the experiences that they had. Uh, and I think it's all about building the relationship first and then um, adding the content. Well, Dr. Murdoch, you probably have a lot of parents listening to Good Things today that probably have students in their house who love music or maybe quite yet haven't figured out how to channel that love of just streaming on their iPod or whatever it may be into something more productive. What would you say to them about, you know, thinking outside too, not just with sports, but also as choir within schools, show choir, music, band, some of those other avenues? I know uh, there's other types of choirs outside of, of school realms if, if a school doesn't offer it as being an outlet for kids. So sometimes the the music arts kind of get overlooked in that junior high or high school era. Yeah, I think it's absolutely necessary. And, you know, I, I played sports a little bit in high school. I wasn't very good at them. And if it had not been for music, I would not be who I am today. Uh, and there are other students. There are many, many of the many of the athletes out there in the NBA um, talk about how um, they were involved in choir and band, Steph Curry, all these folks, Shaquille O'Neal, all these folks were involved in some kind of music at some point. So, so I don't think the end all be all has to be sports. I think that, I think that there are some viable opportunities and careers even in music. Um, even if a student doesn't want to be, uh, a musician, a full-time musician or a teacher or anything like that, that music really unlocks doors and it unlocks the creative side of the brain. Uh, to create other ways of even solving the, the, the most analytical of problems using the other side of the brain. And so uh, it just adds another tool, I think, to the tool chest um, for the students to, to, to creatively uh, have a means to an end uh, in problem-solving skills and math and science and in so many other fields. Well, you are definitely an inspiration not only to students, but also to those that aspire to be maybe in the music field full time. Uh, Dr. Murdoch, it's been a pleasure having you here on Good Things. Congratulations again. Is there anywhere where we can catch up with you online? Yeah, you can find me on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, all at J-A-L-L-E-N Murdoch, J. Allen Murdoch. Um, that's my handle on everything, and my website even is jallenmurdoch.com. So I'd love to hear from uh, from our listeners, uh, and thank you so much for having me today. We'll have you back in Southern Miss to the top.
Hurry into your hometown Mississippi, Arkansas ag location and tractor up during discount days. For six days only, April 5th through 10th, get 0% for 84 months financing on all John Deere 1 through 5 series tractors, plus an additional $500 off. You won't want to miss the deals on these powerful tractors for all your spring chores. Tractor up at any of our 16 locations or online at agup.com. Offer ends 41021. Some exclusion supply. See dealer for details. Hey, Tom, looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. At Pearl River Resort Casino, we're keeping it real safe for our employees and guests. Electrostatic spray, chip cleaning, and mass thermal temperature scanners are in use throughout the property, including advanced UV cleaning technology to keep rotating handrails safe to touch. State-of-the-art air filtration systems keep the air you breathe safe and clean. So get back and play at Pearl River Resort Casino. We're keeping it real. Real fun, real winning, real safe. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. wants to remind you that there are some great things to do in Mississippi. 
there are plenty of unique places for you to go and visit. But first, you got to visit visitmississippi.org online to find out more. And as we were talking about music with Dr. Murdoch, we have concerts that are finally returning to Mississippi. You don't have to be a music educator of the year to appreciate that. And Saturday, April the 24th at the Renaissance at Colony Park in Ridgeland, you can catch the Almond Betts Band, Cedric Burnside, and more as they take the stage for the Twilight Concert Series. So you can get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or by visiting Ardenland.net, which is pretty cool. Here on Good Things, though, we like to get our party started. Not necessarily a concert, but we gather and fellowship over on the Good Things Facebook group. And coming up next, you're going to hear from the 18th annual, I think, Oxford Film Festival. So I thought it would be fun to have just a little fun on a Monday with a would-you-rather question. When it comes to films, we've kind of covered almost every logical question around films, especially when it comes to certain times of years or even characters, and you guys love your film entertainment for sure. So I thought we'd go a little bit different with it today and get you to choose. If you had to live, would you rather live in a magical fantasy universe like Lord of the Rings type thing, Narnia, that kind of, you know, fairies and goblins and wizards and whatnots. Or would you rather live in an advanced technological universe like Star Trek was the first thing that came out of my fingertips, but all of the Star Wars lovers out there, you know, pushed me under the bus or the little ship, spaceship, so to speak. So you can do either. Star Wars, Star Trek, whatever, you know, that kind of mentality uh, may be. But the point is, you have to choose, and then you need to let us know why you pick one or the other. Remember, it's good things. We contemplate meaningless things here on the show that are silly, but hopefully give you a break from your everyday mundane um, thoughts. So 601-879-4395 to answer that question. You know what mine's going to be, Rhino. Lord of the Rings all the way. Put me in as a hobbit. I don't have to wear shoes. This is one of the few times we actually agree. So I'm curious, though, for your why. Me, I'm all mystical fantasy, love, love, all that, whatever, beautiful nature, you know, give me give me all that. But for you, I'm surprised you wouldn't want to be in your world of Star Wars. Star Wars. Have you ever seen a, a main character or even a, a side character or really anybody in any of these advanced technology kind of worlds that has a big bushy beard? You've got a few that have like the clean cut beard, but you you have zero bushy beards in the high tech futuristic worlds. So I just feel like I would be out of place, whereas I would fit right in with the dwarves. Absolutely, you'd be a dwarf, I'd be a hobbit. We would it would be completely compatible. We would go on adventures together. <laughs> but Wayne said, "Advanced technology universe. They have bathrooms." Doesn't mean that people who live in fantasy land doesn't doesn't take care of business, but you're right. It wouldn't be sort of the it's a same fantasy way. world. You could it's, magic it away. It, you could magic it magic it in a way. Robert says it would depend on my place in each of these societies. Thank you all who have really thought this question through, like Robert. I wouldn't want to be a slave in a galaxy far away or a low level orc in Lord of the Rings. 
You got a point there, Randy. Being a low-level orc, if you have seen Lord of the Rings, would be a terrible existence. I don't know much about being a slave in a galaxy far, far away. But either way, there are different things that go on in, in both sort of sets of universes. That's why Han and Chewie were so close to each other is because Han saved Chewie from a life of slavery. That's what you said, yes. So Chewie owed him a life debt. And we had a couple people chime in about my comment about the, the fuzzy beard, Gib and Greenwood. Uh, Chewbacca, yeah, I'm not that hairy. <laughs> if I could get that hairy, I would go with Star Wars. And then from the 662, Commander Riker from Star Trek, he had the clean, clean-cut beard. I don't think I ever saw Commander Riker with a big bushy mountain man beard. True story, and it's kind of a pause when you mention Chewbacca. Now, with real estate being the way that it is, there's actually a house for sale in a central Mississippi, doesn't matter. But the realtor is getting creative, and she put or superimposed Chewbacca in the shower through one of her <laughs> through one of her photos, which is kind of going making that particular house go viral, which in and of itself is just kind of a fun and good thing for the day. But Boyd says lack of oxygen in space scares me. Too many things can go wrong. Although I like it better for the shows in terms watching the Star Treks and the Star Wars, but if you had to choose one to live in, I mean, you got to think some of these through. Which is what you guys do absolutely great here on Good Things is take these ridiculous questions and really think them through as if you are going to have to make a decision by the end of the show. I just love the wonder. It feels like there's more wonder and still adventure in like the Lord of the Rings sort of mystical fantasy world. I know it's a fantasy world, but your Star Trek and your Star Wars, they all seem doomsday and like cold and everyone's, you know, looking over their shoulder because they think they're going to die or there's going to be a war in space. It just feels very high anxiety all the time. You're stuck on a ship the entire time. You never like you, you never get off the ship unless you're unless on a you're pl- a landing party. Yeah, unless you're on a. And then you better check which color shirt you're wearing because if it's red, you're in trouble. Right. Don't know any. Yes, I don't know, but yes, it sounds very high anxiety. Except for Speaking Jacob. Speaking to the Trekkies. Especially, but Jacob says Star Trek science has rules, magic doesn't. Fair. Yeah, that's the thing with Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter or any of the high fantasy kind of magic worlds. You, you literally have carte blanche. You can make up anything and then justify it within those worlds. Whereas the sci-fi, the technology stuff, you can only get so far out ahead before somebody goes, I don't think we could do that. And then we do it. Yeah. But, but there's that. Mike says Star Trek because the food looks better. I will give you that. Because most of them in the fantasy fantasy world, they're just carrying around stale loaf bread and enjoying... A little bit or a feast here and there, but they unless have to, you're a hobbit because they enjoy the finer things in life. This is true, but they have to go through a whole lot to get that big round table kind of meal. Like you almost die before you get to like have a protein and a starch, or you just have leftover stale starch in your bed wrapped up in leaves, which doesn't sound very appetizing. There's trade-offs to both both ways of living but tim says the food and modern conveniences has me choosing star trek and when i'm running late i always wished i could teleport to my destination i never wished i could walk or ride a horse to get there even late you got a point however in a pinch i've seen them soar on eagles fly on dragons 
all the other sort of modes of transportation that you can have in fantasy-type worlds. I know Star Trek and Star Wars and Lord of the Rings come to mind, but what other movies fall into those categories of, of options? I know Narnia, what would sort of fall into the... Harry Potter would go where? In the fantasy Harry world? Potter would be in the fantasy worlds. There's a weird crossover here, actually, because you have Willow, which is high fantasy with magic and monsters and that kind of stuff, but it's made by the same people, George Lucas and Lucasfilm, that made Star Wars. Ah. Yeah. Someone wants to know if I just compared Elvish, some kind of bread, to a stale loaf of bread. I have never eaten Elvish bread before, but it crunches on screen. And so any bread from where I come from that hasn't been toasted, that crunches, it's on the stale end of end of things. So. Yeah, Limbus bread is supposed to be pretty nice. Ah. Well, there you go. Maybe I would enjoy it better than I. I but eventually, if that's with. all you've got to eat, you would get tired of it. This is true. Absolutely. Katie says fantasy all the way. I don't want to turn into a cyborg, but I would love to defeat a Balrog. Balrog? That's the big fiery guy with the whip that you shall not pass. That guy. Gandalf says that, but he says it to the Balrog. And then he, and then he takes his sword and he does the whole boom. Yeah, he takes his staff and staff. breaks the bridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Balrog falls. So if you had choice, staff or sword. Oh, staff. Yeah. You can just hold that thing and it does all the work for you, whereas the sword, you got to swing it. And then <laughs> those battles, you see the battle, it starts in the daytime, then it gets nighttime, then it gets daytime again. That's a long time to be swinging a sword. I've always thought that. They never stop for snacks. Like, nobody blows a horn and says, hey, just a 15-minute timeout break. Like, we all, our glycogen needs to be refueled. Or Give just the two guys, just bread. hands on knees, just, uh, uh, hang on, I'll kill you next. Uh, <laughs> or how the action shots always seem to have everybody dying around the two that are in conversation, but yet all the swords and all the things seem to just miss their heads. But... Hey, you get to choose each world. That's the world we're living in today on Good Things. Would you rather live in a fantasy world like Lord of the Rings? Or would you rather the technological age like Star Trek or Star Wars? But either way, stick with us because we have the Oxford Film Festival for you coming up next. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Do you suffer from allergies, sinus or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems. We offer the most dependable Energy Star qualified systems in the industry. Call Pure Air Consultants today, 601-939-7420. A proud provider of Ream Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? <sighs> Ream, the new degree of comfort. 
Pilium Corporation is a proud sponsor of Ole Miss Sports. Protect and grow your business with Pilium. By improving business practices with technology-driven solutions, Pilium solves problems and creates new opportunities for your company. Learn more at Pilium.com. Afraid of falling? You're not alone. If you or someone you know suffers from dizziness or imbalance, Physical of Jackson can help you improve your balance and decrease your chances of falling. Susan Geiger and her team of unique specialized therapists utilize cutting-edge equipment only found at Physical of Jackson. Conveniently located in Flowood, Physical of Jackson can help you get back to enjoying a healthy, independent lifestyle again. Call Physical of Jackson today for your appointment. 601-487-2260. Hartley Equipment in Gluckstadt is your one-stop shop for all your outdoor needs. Right now, Hartley has Xmark and Skag zero-turn mowers marked way, way down. And they're offering 0% interest financing. Hartley carries a full lineup of steel and Echo products, too. Come by and see TJ or Scott and let them help you upgrade your lawn equipment. Hartley also has you covered for all your landscape supply needs, including sod, longleaf pine straw, mulch, bulk soils, rock, and much more. Is your lawn in need of a grass makeover? Give Hartley a call and talk to Tyler or Matthew about all the different varieties of sod they have to offer, including Bermuda, Centipede, Zoysia, and St. Augustine. Hartley's rental department also has the perfect machine to help with all that yard work too. Many excavators, skid steers, tractors, zero turns, tillers, and more available for rent. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with all the latest specials Hartley has to offer. This is owner Cameron Hartley reminding you that when it comes to your lawn equipment needs, shop smartly, shop Hartley. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Senator Cindy Hyde-Smith is frustrated that there was zero input from Republicans on the last relief bill. We sent 10 Republicans down to the White House to visit with him on that. You talk about lip service in its finest form. He was They were very nice, very cordial, and the 10 came back to the Senate saying, oh, that went so well. Zero happened from that meeting. I mean, we're talking about nothing. She says despite that, she's still willing to work with the White House on important issues. Some want to call it a crisis, others say it isn't, but Mississippi Congressman Trent Kelly says what's happening on the border will become a health crisis. They're letting them out on catch and release, and you know, you have to get a COVID negative test or be vaccinated to come back into the United States via air travel, but they're not even testing the folks and they're letting them loose into our communities to spread. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. 
Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers. Speaking of Ford, this is Ford Truck Month. Get the best deals of the year on the only trucks that are built Ford Tough. Drive home the all-new, completely redesigned 2021 Ford F-150, the legendary performer Ford Super Duty, or the adventure-ready Ford Ranger. Work or play, count on Ford trucks to get the job done, and hurry because Ford Truck Month is an event you don't want to miss. Thousands of Bulldog fans have subscribed to the Thunder and Lightning podcast. Have you? On each episode, Brian Haydad and Joel Coleman give you an inside look at your Mississippi State Bulldogs. The Thunder and Lightning podcast is free and available on demand at supertalk.fm and on your smartphone. Just search for Thunder and Lightning on iTunes, Google Play, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thunder and Lightning from Supertalk Mississippi, covering the Bulldogs like no one else. Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. wants to remind you there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you this year. All you got to do is go to visitmississippi.org to find out more and also letting you know that the all new Super Talk Mississippi app for Apple and Android devices is here. You can listen live on demand and get the latest news from across the state. And finally, the last thing that is coming your way is lights, camera, action. It is the Oxford Film Festival. It is returning for its 18th annual event. Joining us here on Good Things is Melanie Addington. She is the executive director for the Oxford Film Festival. Hi, Melanie. Hey, how are you? I am doing well. 18 years means people are enjoying it. So I know that you guys are excited to bring it back for the 2021 season. And this year, you're taking a hybrid approach to it. Share share what that means for us. Sure. Well, starting Wednesday, we're going to be outside in big circus tents. We're turning Oxford High School into a drive-in. And uh, we're using the Malco Outdoor Theater for four movies each night, um, four blocks of movies each night. And then after that five days, March 24th and March 28th, if you couldn't make it to Oxford, uh, you can stay on your couch anytime in April and watch the movies at home. So are these all new movies, Melanie? I know there's over 200 movies that are coming to the Oxford community over the next couple of days or this week. Are they all new releases or premieres, or some, or some of them kickbacks or throwbacks to some oldies and some goodies? Uh, no, we're doing mostly new movies, uh, mostly independent films. Uh, we do have from MGM, Breaking News in Yuba County. It's filmed in Natchez. It's a free screening. Uh, but the rest are independent filmmakers. A lot of them are being premiering, or it's the first time it could be seen, at least in our area. Some have been playing at the festivals, um, but they're still brand new, not yet on Netflix, not yet on Amazon. Um, and so this is really your opportunity to discover new filmmakers. However... We always like to nod to Mississippi filmmakers of the past, and so we have the 35th anniversary screening of Labyrinth, which is uh, Jim Henson. Um, so we're also excited to show that. 
I would assume that the last year or year and a half has been pretty hard for filmmakers. So I'm kind of encouraged, Melanie, to see that there's over 200 movies, 60 Mississippi premieres, 30 worldwide premieres, 40 regional premieres, where people just having to get really creative with technology and the way that they, you know, created films over the last year or had some of these productions already been filmed pre-COVID and then they were just in post-production work for the film festival this year. Does that make sense? Sure, yeah. It's a mix of both. I mean, obviously there are some newer films. We do have one that was all Zoom filmed, um, but most of them were in post-production over the last year. So it's it's a little bit more what you see on screen pre-pandemic. <laughs> um, and then there's some animators who got to work all year because they worked from home anyway. So there's some new films that um, were developed this year as well. So is the drive-in locations the part that maybe the hybrid part this year a little bit different, or have you guys utilized dr- the drive-in style for enjoying films there at the Oxford Film Festival in the past? Yeah, we actually launched the drive-in last year as a response to the pandemic, and it's been running all year, so it's been really a great way to see movies and get out of the house safely. So we're um, continuing that this um, festival, but then we're also having three outdoor venues. Two are big circus tents that we're actually building out right now, and then the Amalco already has its own outdoor theater that we'll be using. So uh, it's a little bit different, but it's all in the common, so and basically one-stop shopping. <laughs> yeah, and pick how you choose you want to see or try a little bit of it all. One thing about the drive-in, though, Melanie, I'm curious, my only recollection of a drive-in would be what I see on the movies, which is when you would go and you would pull up and you would have the speaker that you know, sits in your car or on your car, like in the, you know, the 50s and 60s. How do you get the audio in your car? Do you have to roll down your windows? Yeah, is there an app for that? It's a little bit high-tech now. You just turn on your radio and tune it into the station that we're running it on. So uh, it's a low-level FM uh, transmitter that works. So it's radio. <laughs> it's radio. Well, we're pretty good at that here uh, at Super Talk and for good things, but not so much the film part. So that would be the part you'd have to get out there and enjoy some of our filmmakers. I know this is the 18th year there for Oxford Film Festival, and y'all do a good job, too, of highlighting Ole Miss students. I know it's on the grounds there in Oxford. Do you have several submissions from students this year? We do, and faculty. John Rash, who teaches in the Southern Studies Department, he has a music video. And then we have several students, both at master's and undergrad levels, and then some graduates, like Zara Love. She has a great film called um, Road to Step, which is about the step team at Ole Miss. Pretty cool. Okay, let's go back to how we get involved, Melanie. I know you said it kicked off maybe Wednesday. Tell us, yeah. tell us the times and places to show up to watch films and be entertained. Sure. All the movies start around 6 p.m. each night, um, and we're at the True Hotel is going to be our box office where we have schedules and can answer questions. Most people can go to OxfordFilmFest.com and buy tickets uh, directly through there, but we're there on site as well to help with any questions people have. Take us back to 2003. I'm not sure if you were part of the Oxford Film Festival 18 years ago or not, Melanie. Um, but what what was the idea behind creating such an event here in Mississippi for filmmakers? Yeah, I, I was just an attendee the first year, but I got involved in year two. And really, it was a uh, collaboration of locals who had films in other festivals in the state. Uh, local publisher Neil White had a film. Uh, Jack Barbera, who used to teach film at Ole Miss, and then the Arts Council got together and realized that Oxford should have its own. So they started it um, 
from a group of different citizens just making it happen. And it's grown. And anytime you have something that's lasted for 18 years, that means that the public is enjoying it. And I think they're going to enjoy the different um, hybrid options you have now to watch movies. It's one thing that the pandemic didn't take away from Americans, and that was them getting in their digital entertainment. They figured out how to continue to consume. Absolutely. And, you know, independent filmmakers, they're not making the big bucks like studios. So we're really, it's important to us, all the ticket sales we split in half with the filmmakers. So they're making money while you're sitting on your couch and watching them. So <laughs> so let's make sure we don't miss that part, too. If we are listening to good things and we're just not going to be in Oxford the next couple of days, you did mention, Melanie, we could watch these from the comfort of our home. So is yeah. there a link for that? Yeah, it's a, it's just OxfordFilmFest.com also. And there's a link to the physical fest schedule or the virtual. So you can look and peruse either one. All right, last question, Melanie. We're having a great conversation here on Good Things Today about films. It's a would-you-rather question. So I'm throwing you on the spot, but if you had to choose a type of film to live in, would you rather live in a fantasy universe like The Lord of the Rings, or would you prefer a technologically advanced universe like Star Trek or Star Wars, and why? Yeah, I'd have to go for a Hobbit home. <laughs> That's where I picked for Lord of the Rings. I would live there. Anywhere else, probably somewhere more Star Trek-y. <laughs> I totally agree. I, you are, we, are, we are the same Hobbit in, the, in one, Melanie. I just want to be in a <laughs> hole in the Shire, drinking something good, eating something nice, sun shining. Internet, <laughs> yeah. But you'd miss Internet. Okay, I appreciate that. That's, yeah, yeah, that's the good of both worlds. But we need the Internet so we can get our tickets for the Oxford Film Festival. So we want to make sure everyone rounds back to that. But I appreciate your time on Good Things, Melanie. Looking forward to all the success you guys have with Year 18. Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. All righty. Pretty cool. I, I was interested with the whole drive-in thing because you wonder. I mean, you see the movies of how a drive-in works. You know now that they actually have speakers that they could blast, but if you were sitting in the front row at the drive-in, kind of like at a concert, it's going to be a different movie experience than if you're in the back row. So it's good to know that you just turn on your good old FM radio and you can enjoy the movies that way, which goes to show that radio is always in style, your good old FM on your car or your uh, mobile device. So that's pretty, pretty neat. I would get I mean, just look, my car does not have a CD player, but it's still got radio. True. True story. True story with they that. They phased out CDs, but radio's still here. Radio will always be here, I believe, and we'll always be here, too, on Good Things, asking you those silly questions every day that offer the opportunity for you to take a break from your mundane Monday and think outside the box. And so we're going to continue thinking outside the box and allowing you to share Would You Rather?, Live in a fantasy universe like The Lord of the Rings or Narnia or can't think of another movie that would come in into that right off the top of my head, but or more technologically advanced Star Trek, Star Wars and why fantasy versus futuristic fantasy versus futuristic. And if they ever collided and made a baby, you would have I don't know the movie. You would have the brown coats. I don't know what that means. Firefly. Don't know what that means. It's a uh, Star Trek-y, Star Wars-y kind of space show, but it has a lot of elements that are also considered Western elements. Would it be the Marvel Universe? I think that would be futuristic. 
but very technologically advanced. I mean, Doctor Strange is the only part that's really kind of magical at that point. You want me to tell myself? I stopped on Doctor Who and was thinking it was Doctor Strange. It was very confused. That would be confusing. <laughs> Where does Cape go and why is he in a police box? <laughs> I was like, this. neither one of these storylines make any sense. Why are they sharing the same title? One word can make all the difference in your entertaining experience. I can guarantee you that. Well, good's the word here, and we've got more for you coming up next. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Napa know-how. The only thing that may be faster than Napa driver Chase Elliott is the free Napa Racing Chase Elliott caps. Get one free at a participating Napa Auto Parts store when you spend $25 or more. Score a free 28-can backpack cooler with the purchase of five quarts of Mobile One motor oil. Napa has Mobile One high mileage, truck and SUV, and full synthetic on sale for $26.99 for a five-quart jug. Sale price good through March 31st and supplies of Chase Elliott caps are limited. Napa know-how. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. This month, we'll be celebrating the anniversary of our first year in business. My wife, Jane, never misses a chance to remind me how bad my timing was to open a retail gun store right at the start of a global pandemic. But thanks to many of you, we've had a great year. Plus, we've made a lot of new friends. We have ammo arriving daily, and you will find our prices to be the lowest in the area. We'll be offering specials all month to celebrate me proving my wife wrong. So I hope you'll come see us. Hi, Eddie Schultz here with MGT Films. With some great news for businesses and homeowners here in the metro trying to balance utility bills and save money. 3M Window Films give your single and double pane windows low E glass light savings. 3M Window Films stop heat in the summer and maintain warmth in the cold winter. If you own a building or a home, you don't have to choose between comfort and savings anymore. For free estimates, contact MGT Films at 601-707-5596 or online at mgtfilms.com. This is the closing agar market report. The close of New York Cotton Exchange, May Cotton, was down 6 to 84.62. July Cotton was down 11 to 85.61. At the close of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were up one and a quarter to 14.17 and a half per bushel. July soybeans were up a penny to 14.04 per bushel. May corn was down eight and three quarters to 5.49 per bushel. July corn was down seven and a quarter to 5.31 and a half per bushel. At the Mercantile, June live cattle was up 25 to 118.92. August live cattle was up 35 to 118.12. May feeders up 42 to 145.10. August feeders up 27 to 155.20. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 165 points, 32,793. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network.
As a farmer, I want a cooperative that's there for me. Not the other way around. A local co-op that works for me and works with CHS. To connect me with local experts I know and trust. And put a global network of markets and supply at my fingertips. A co-op that's here to help us. Own every day. When you're an owner of a local cooperative connected to CHS, you get local expertise, a proven efficient supply chain, and global market access. Learn more at cooperativeownership.com. This season and every season, protect your rice fields with a full suite of herbicides from Valent USA. With Bolero 8 EC, League, and Regimen herbicides, Valent has an option to help you handle whatever weeds you're facing. Specially formulated to control the toughest weeds, including variety of broadleaf, sedge, grass, and aquatic weeds, Valent herbicides are proven to help growers start strong and protect their crop every step of the way. Visit valent.com rice to learn more. Always read and follow label instructions. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. delay on planning a little Mississippi getaway today. You can do that over at visitmississippi.org. You can also now get just about every Super Talk Mississippi show on your favorite podcast app. So that's the Gallo Show, the JT Show, Good Things, Sports Talk, along with their favorites like Thunder and Lightning and the Rebel Report, even the Eagle Hour and more. Wherever you like to listen to podcasts, just search Super Talk and then hit the subscribe button all the way down. And then, boom, you will always be up to date on all of our shows here on Super Talk. And if you are listening to us via podcast, we always like to say hello and thank you for tuning in that way. If you got the chance to tune in to the NASA hot fire test down at Stennis, I think it was last Friday, maybe over the weekend, it was a success, which is a huge step forward to getting people to the moon. It is the largest rocket element NASA has ever built and the core stage of NASA's space launch system, they call it SLS rocket, fired its four RS-25 engines for eight minutes and 19 seconds last Thursday, right here in Mississippi at the Stennis Space Center near Bay St. Louis. And so we talk about that a lot here on Good Things, and that think, I think that's a good thing, and it's also a little bit fantasy, a little bit futuristic for those that have been listening to the show, and I think you can have rockets and space parts to either one of your preferred living situation when it comes to movies or at least it's your movie you can write it any way that you any way that you want to right you can fly a dragon all the way into space if you would like but i think it is really cool it's a big deal that it worked this time because i don't think it made it for the full eight minutes this first go round. yeah the first so, hot fire they cut it off a little well not a little early it was about a third of the way through because there were a few readings that were outside of the parameters they were expecting Mm -hmm. but then they've done their due diligence figured everything out and it worked like a charm hot dog so that's pretty cool another thing is cool is that the mississippians keep getting their golden tickets to american idol it does air i think on sunday nights 
So we're kind of a day late, dollar short for that one. So I'm not sure where all the standings are today. It's not a show my family necessarily watches. But I think it's cool, though, that we've got four Mississippians who are in the running. So I, I went and did my research. You have Hannah Everhart from Canton, Mississippi, got a golden ticket. You have Calvin Upshaw from Marks, Mississippi. They got a golden tif- ticket. And then recently in the Good Things Facebook group, I posted about Connor Ball, who is also, I want to say he's a, is he a nurse? Well, he works at UMMC. He's either, or he's in the second year of medical school, and he seized a golden ticket. And then you've got uh, Jackson State's Sonic Boom, Deshaun. And now he is labeled as from Ohio, but he goes to school at JSU here in Mississippi. So we will root for him also. So that makes four Mississippians who have won the golden ticket. Now, I don't know if they have made it on to the next round, but we will be keeping you updated on that because that's pretty cool. Our, our, our state is full of musical talents and excellence. Everything from those who are in med school or I'm not sure Hannah and Calvin's story, just regular jobs or, or schools, all the way to winning Grammy Awards for being music educators uh, out of the state of Mississippi, like Dr. Murdoch, who we listened to earlier. If you missed that interview, that was one heck of one. You can catch it on podcast form. He was definitely inspirational or on demand not long after after Good Things um, airs. So I, I encourage anyone who's into music or education, check Dr. Murdoch out. He was a pretty inspiring fella, to say the least. So yeah, you never know what kind of good will be coming out of our state. You also never know what kind of conversations will be going on over on the Good Things Facebook group. Several of you have joined us there for the first time today, thanks to our wacky conversation. So I appreciate you. And you can join us too if you never have. Just take your browser on Facebook to the, or take, go to Facebook, go to the little search bar, type in Good Things with Rebecca Turner pops up. You can click join. We will let you in. And you get in on all the fun conversations, which, again, today is just a would you rather? Would you rather live in a magical fantasy universe like Lord of the Rings or advanced technology universe like Star Trek and why? And in the Facebook group, you were you actually responded to Eric with I don't even know what that means to his statement. But his statement actually does give you the crossover you were asking about. If you did Star Trek, they've got this thing called the holodeck which is like virtual reality without the goggles. You walk into a room, it changes, instead of you having to put on goggles. Ah. So you could theoretically live in the Star Trek universe with all the future technology and experience the fantasy world on the holodeck. Hot dog. You can get your cake and eat it, too, here on Good Things. And you can also have a lot of fun escaping your everyday woes and worries into our fantasy land, which is usually our conversation. But back to reality with the boys coming up next. You've got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6 p.m. But Rhino and I will be back tomorrow at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Mississippi Media Production.